Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll It's time to neighbors CJ, Kate and Bea. Let's get the Neighbours Hello, this is Neighbours We are the Neighbours Recap Podcast And we... Watch episodes of the Aussie Soap Neighbours and dissect it as a form of self-care. And um, we're just a couple of gal pals hanging out, shooting the breeze. I'm Vaya. Kate is here. Hi, everybody. CJ. Hello, everyone. Monday the 30th of October is what we're going to recap this week, onwards into November. And they're already talking about Christmas, the characters, by the way, like getting to the pointy end of the year. Characters are already deciding how they're going to spend Christmas. Do, Do we know if they're allowed Christmas holidays now? The neighbours people? I think they are. We don't know. Because, well, they're doing the four days a week, so I don't know if that means... Remember when they they tried to just renege on it, Christmas? Like, after COVID, they were like, okay, so we're going to shut for Christmas. And Channel 5 were like, no, you go straight through. Yeah. Yeah. Neighbours Christmas, we've had some great ones. Yeah. Bonnie Anderson singing Amazing Grace, whilst Paul chats to his dad in bauble form. Didn't they see Santa one year? I'm Up sure in the sky. Oh, I remember Patty Newton died on Christmas. Oh, yeah. Oh. Mrs. Claus. But Byron wants to sit on the beach with some beers and um, Misha Barton. And pies. Yeah. Mm. Uh, mince pies, probably. Fruit mince pies. Yeah. So, look, a bit of a um, an eventful week of storylines. I consumed them all today. And I feel like the week divided naturally into two halves. The first two episodes about the Varga Murphys and the anthrax attack and then the second half of the week into the Rebecca family mystery. Yeah. So anthrax. When was anthrax a thing? 2002? Oh, it's retro. It's yeah. very retro, yeah. neighbours. Yeah. And it's it, to, even to the point that if I got it, I wouldn't even think it was anthrax. Like, no, it looked distinctly like sugar as well. I was very impressed with Dr. Ma. She knew what to do. She whipped everybody out of the house. I don't think she did the greatest job. I think possibly she could have just walked to her back door and sat in her backyard. Yeah, well, she saw, she said she saw the particles. She said, I saw particles. They were airborne. I didn't want to inhale. And then she got a paper cut. It, can she not hold her breath? I don't know. Because when she said that, I thought, you're not an animal. You just hold your breath, get outside as quickly as possible, and then just continue breathing the fresh air outside. Well, so Kate seems to know what she's going to do in an anthrax attack. Yeah. We don't get mail, mate. I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> Snail mail. Am I going to get a nasty email or something? Okay. That's... Yeah, well, you I might. Am, I you am could. also. I used to be really afraid of chain letters back in the 90s. Oh, my gosh. Oh, very precious. Maybe that's going to be next week's Neighbours. Yeah, well, everybody just looked down at me, so I hope it is next week's neighbours and we really get a sense of danger. <laughs> I'd get one and I'd be like, I'm going to just throw this shit out. And then in you'll front be, of the person who gave it to you'll me. You'll be cursed and I'm forever. Like, you, well, I look, here I am today. <laughs> it's come true. <laughs> when um, when email started, they tried to do the chain email. Yes. And like, do you think they're still happening? Oh, it's, it's very forwards from grandma. Business, but, yeah, you'd get, they'd get mixed in with every, all the other bizzo, mm. yeah, all the other like spam. Now I wouldn't open it. Yeah, like, it's like, oh, I've got like... I don't open 95% of my email. Or I'd be like, oh, thank God, a chain letter. (laughs) It's a break from the spam and the (laughs) newsletters. It's it's like the the Facebook posts with, you know, 99% of people won't even look at this post, but you should and it'll be like some sad-ass story. And I'm like, and I'm just, oh, this is really saddest bitches territory, whoever shared this. Or the ones that are like, 
dear Facebook, me posting this doesn't give you the right. Oh, my God. I'm like, again, I'm very embarrassed for you. CJ just had a full body cringe. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, The 2001 anthrax attacks, not far off, CJ. Uh, Also known as Amerithrax, occurred in the US over the course of several weeks beginning September the 18th, 2001. One week after September 11 attacks. The world really did... um, yeah, really was under siege at that time. Wasn't it? Yeah, it it was chaos. Look, I'm happy to have it back because um, we're going to bring back Bin Laden at the same time. Because Y2K early aughts is having a resurgence, and I'd much rather have the bioterrorism than the fashion. The fashion's yuck. Oh no, I'm. I mean, I'm in like a polar fleece plaid as we speak. Yeah, but you liked it then, didn't you? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> this is the benefit in being forty when your teens come back. Which I think is very exciting. Mm-hmm. But I, I th- it was amazing because it was one episode, maybe like 1.5, this mm-hmm. little mm. anthrax possible attack. Mm. And it was all leading up to, of course, poor little Riley, maybe. Is that JJ. JJ exploding. Mm. Um, but not, not literally, but people that don't watch no, the not show. Not style. Yeah, he um, with his emotions. Yeah. Couldn't keep it in. And there's a few things I appreciated the timing of. I appreciated the timeline of a, for a Thursday night cliffhanger mm-hmm. into an end of Monday, start of Tuesday resolution. Like mm-hmm. a nice little tidy adventure mm-hmm. we went on with the anthrax. And then um, with the manthrax of Who's Your Daddy, yeah. that could have easily drawn out for a few more weeks too. But no, JJ couldn't keep yeah, it in. We've glossed over the fact that dumbass Wendy decided she'd come into oh the anthrax God. house. Oh, yeah. No, we're not glossing over. Don't you worry. We are going over this with a fine tooth comb. <sighs> Dr. Ma opens the envelope, gets a paper cut, some of the anthrax, quote unquote, did, did, gets did, into her bloodstream apparently. I'm, I'm on the Googs now. It, it, I, is it? Are you trusting, are you not trusting the research that goes into what Dr. Ma said? Mm-hmm. She didn't just pull that out of her bum. I thought. Did she get out of, did she pull out her phone though? She's, She's a goes, doctor. Yeah. They would have covered that in med school. She, yeah, well, she might have been a doctor back in 2001 when they were doing, like, simulations of this case. Well, yeah, when was she a first-year resident? Okay, cutaneous anthrax. You can contact anthrax when the spores penetrate your skin, usually through an open wound. Okay. Yeah, do you know that whoever wrote this episode sat there <laughs> agonising over because the accuracy the of this? the same sentence, which is, the infection begins as a raised, sometimes itchy bump resembling an insect bite, but within a day or two, the bump develops into an open, usually painless sore with a black centre. Ooh. Look at that on my hand. <gasps> anthrax. anthrax. Is, it an, is it an ingrown hair? No, it's a On a finger. <laughs> it's the funniest thing I could think of in 1.5 seconds. I have not felt funny this week. This is as good as you're going to get. <laughs> so Dr. Ma is, is very SVU as well, I thought. She's standing in the middle of the room like the bomb could go off, but mm. it's just an envelope of dust. And the kids are outside with Handy Mum. And I thought Dr. Ma really moved me with her evocative performance of someone who had been anthraxed attacked. Yeah, quite stressed. And and thinking that it's in her bloodstream and she says to the Sarge, who, so they get the Sarge, the Sarge comes in putting his um, jumper over his nose like when you're in primary school and someone um, passes wind and you're trying to shit stir them and so everyone's like whoa miss someone someone let one off this would have all been quite believable pre-pandemic but surely we all still have masks masks when you open the glove box they he's, tumble out yeah he's I, a cop. I use, cops would still use them I, regularly i found one in my car within 30 seconds today to clean 
the Nintendo screen when something had got on it because we needed some sort <laughs> yeah. of fabric very quickly. Mm. In about four seconds, I had a mask yep. in my hand. Every yep. handbag, every jacket pocket. He's a cop. He would have them. Yeah. Yeah, he'd have freshies. Use, he would have the N95s as yeah. well. Yeah. 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 Good ones. But he nah, he's got one. the jumper over the schnoz and he comes in. He's like, stay right there. We'll sort you out. She goes, tell Handy Mum she's not to come in here. Because our kids need a parent. And also she's like, don't tell Harold not to come in and tell Toadie not to come in. Um, But, yeah, she didn't say tell your wife not to come in. Like (laughs) I feel like that she could have just listed everybody in the street, tell everybody not to come in. Harold? Well, I don't know. I was just oh. thinking like she's like, tell my wife not to come in. Yeah. Oh. But she didn't even think she'd need to tell yeah, him to it, tell his own wife not to come Sarge, in. Sarge, it should have been subtext. That meant keep your wife out of here too. And we had to have those moments in the front where the Sarge for this moment wants to like keep privacy and be like, oh, Wendy, just go inside. Everything's normal here. Why, and why were they people from outside the house hugging the kids who have just come out of the anthrax house? How about the anthrax people go over there and everybody else stay out on the street? Um, because everyone forgot what Anthrax was. Yeah. It's been a long time. Wasn't it a hair metal band? <laughs> like as if those kids knew what Anthrax was. No. They well, they didn't. Alive. To be fair, they didn't. They're like, shit, something's gone down They'd in the house. Like, is that like polio? <laughs> well, it is. it's polio to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, no, they don't know what's going on either. They're upset. They're freaked out. And Wendy has a touch of the guilts because she says to Kara, who already hates her, Oh, this would be my fault because um, I told the the Lindbergh baby builders that you live here, firstly, in Erinsborough, and that's it, really. I told these ga- these gangster builders where you live yep. uh, when I was digging up dirt on you uh, because I was jealous that I didn't have a job I'm unqualified for. Yeah. And Cara. Not now, Wendy. For yeah. the love of God, this is not about you. Not about you. Cara is completely reasonably so pissed off with her and wendy's got main character syndrome she does yep that's right on the money because you've got someone like leo he's quite happy to be on the periphery he's like don't make anything about me no nothing about it even like his launch he's just going to stand there and talk about his dead baby mama and he's he's still trying to chase up the cops for the guy that stole oh my god from his till and it's just not a huge priority to him I just but love like, his current role of like, uh, I'll just facilitate this scene a little bit. But that's what I mean. He does not have main character energy and he's happy with that. No, and like by the looks of him, Tim might. Yeah. But that character doesn't need nope. it. He's fine with that. And Wendy um, needs to absolve herself of her sins. So she's like, well, I'm going in there. And she doesn't even put a jumper over her face. She mm. just runs in. And Dr. Mars like, get out get out like it's gonna get you the the dust and she's like no you can't be here on your own and i caused this i'm not gonna let you do this alone she says what the hell quite and rightly as uh, um, romy pointed out wendy has a child of her own like does she not care about her own family this is live or die situation and she just when so they they sit inside this house for a little bit. Wendy does ask Dr. Ma, like, what's going to happen? And Dr. Ma's yeah, like, what's anthrax? <laughs> and she's like, what's this stuff? I'm not talking for you right now. And she's like, are you going to rack them up? Like, where are we? <laughs> but, and then they they all run through and say it's a bicarb or baking soda yeah. or something. It look, it look granular, like sugar. Yeah. Well, at least make it believable, guys. 
Also, it was kind of brown, I thought. It looked like, what did it look like? I don't know. I just Dust. have a lot of memories of the ABC <laughs> of areas that had mm. caution tape over them in the old building. But um, yeah, like plaster. It was like plaster. It was like broken up stuff. The hazmat team, we got shortchanged because we didn't get to see the hazmat team. We d- They were like in another room. Firstly, they were stuck on the freeway. Then they were in another room. And they're, they're your extras of the week, surely. But they weren't even seen. <laughs> Which is, you know, implied off camera. Yeah. Why didn't we get a robot? Oh, that would have been fun. A robot what, would have been bomb, great. A bomb. Yeah, like if robot. they came in and got it and went yeah. outside like and did Wally. a little test. Wally's yeah. dusting around around them. Um, that was beautiful. They all hugged. It was very emotional. And then Handy Ma cut sick at the Rodwells. Mm. How fucking dare you? Why did you let your wife in here? Why did you you interfere in here? Like, I can't, I don't want to deal with you people. I don't want to see you again. And little JJ's like, no, but no, no. And then Dex is like, no, don't say anything. Shut up, shut up, shut up. And then JJ spews out the information that he thinks Sarge Rodwell is his father biologically. Mm-hmm. And then the shit hits the fan. Yeah. Now, I don't know. Mm. I mean, I don't think this is a big deal. Neither. Okay. Yeah, I think it's pretty bad to lie to your partner about the um, you've chosen a different donor. I think that's pretty unethical. Uh, well, yeah, you're right about the lying. But once just, you've done it and it's the baby exists, what yeah, are you going to do about it's it? It's huge. That would be break-upable. Break-upable? Yeah, 100%. She has lied to you for that long. Wow. That is a massive lie. But don't you think she should have just come home and told her that night and, like, there was no point in keeping that well, a lie? Well, yeah. Yeah, but she's made it much worse. By, by lying her, for 15 obviously. years or whatever. Yeah. I, think, I think it's the pretty, it's pretty bloody bad to begin with. Also, there didn't seem to even be much of a problem with the whiz-bang American donor. If, just running out, apparently. But if I've seen a lot of um, donor TikTok. Oh, yeah. Are you on the donor TikTok? I'm, oh, I'm not, no. Oh, it's amazing. There's this investigative journalist who is a donor-conceived child and there's uh, the American system's horrifying. Like, basically, men will donate for years and years <gasps> to the absolute maxi- maximum. So there are sibling groups of 500 kids. No. Yes. Oh, wow. What? Yeah, it's fucked. You would not... As an Australian, you would want to go for a local donor purely because we have laws and legislation that protects against... These horrendous abuses. Of, Jesus. Um, like that's horrifying. And that is horrifying. Because it'll tend to be like there'll be big clusters in cities as well. Yeah. And there'll be it'll be kids who are around the same age. Oh so my then God. they're getting to the age where they're, you know. Where they're going to go and live up. on Ramsey Street together yeah. and then end up in a relationship. And then much like, you know, um, Lucy and Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the reason. I don't find it that big a deal. I mean, maybe if the if the US donor, I don't know, shut down. No, no, it's lying. It's lying to your partner. Yeah, no, I, know, I, yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. I understand that part. But it's like, but the baby's here. He exists. Like, what are you going to do? Like, the more you make a big deal about it, it's like, oh, I wish you you didn't exist. I wish you were different. Like, he's, she doesn't not love. Like, Doctor Ma doesn't not love JJ. And no. She always knew she wasn't genetically related to yeah, him but, herself. But what other secrets Kara keeping? Like that's probably heaps. <laughs> exactly. That's that's a massive thing to lie about. But I also feel like my I, issue. I wouldn't be able to trust them again at, after that point. Well, I wouldn't be able to trust them when that she was so gung ho about a block of land in Werribee. <laughs> my problem with it is that instantly, Doctor Ma used the verbiage like, "Why have you now confused our son about who his father is?" And now I know of 
lesbian mothers in a family unit mm-hmm. and they just don't use the terminology like that. They say they refer to the biological father as the donor. They don't say blah, blah, blah's father. They, that's the donor. If, if it's not in their life. I mean, I'm talking about this, yeah. some, you know, mm. the father figure who's not in the life. So it's just not even about who's the father. It's this is the donor. It's removed from that kind of terminology. So it just didn't sit right with me. I think it's also because, I mean, we're so used to this situation because of Paul. Mm, yeah, Of true. this whole like who's your father business. Yeah. But I think it's, for me, I think it didn't sit. I'm so disappointed that it, yeah, old mate confirms that he knew Philippa and all that because I was like, come on, let it be Andrew Robinson. Come on, <laughs> man. There was, there's a whole storyline in that. I think it's just that like it felt like Dr. Ma is angry and I know this is not in any way true but it felt like she's angry with Kara because Kara cheated yeah. and and that's not the case. That's right. She's they're like give- and I mean like in a sexual sense. As in they're, like they're playing it off as in this is a love child that's been revealed. Yeah. No no but I would only assume that the boys were both meant to have the same biological father. But we don't know anything about. I know the but she didn't cheat. She did. She did something wrong. No, no, wrong. but that's, that is cheat. that is another lie that's been compounded here. That the the boys have grown up thinking that they're biological sisters. We don't siblings. know, but we don't know yet about what Dex's parentage is. We don't know. Yeah, they but I just feel like no, it's awful. It's an awful situation. But but my issue, but I think our issue is, and it's but that's something. If it was running out, then you'd. Talk it through with yeah, your partner. Yeah, that's what I mean. I feel like, like it's, it's so weird to yeah. go. Oh well, I'm gonna sort I'll just this problem out myself. No, but I, I just and how there, there is absolutely there's no way. How are you getting? How are you getting like a loose canister of sperm as oh, well? This is Izzy Hoyland. Izzy Hoyland found a way. Don't worry. But no, but here's what. I, but the problem I'm finding is they've taken a love child revelation storyline and mm. patched it onto a rainbow family mm. unknown. Yeah donor storyline and they're all yeah playing. but it's it's equal opportunity like bat shittery on yeah, but just there's no nuance it just feels like they've taken all the reactions that would happen on that revelation and plastered them over this set of people yeah there's no nuance like i want to i would want to find someone react differently and i feel like wendy even overreacted when he she's like oh you you donated your sperm and he's like oh but then I felt bad and I took it back oh I said yeah no but 100% a normal Australian sperm donor would need the permission of their partner anyone like who's donating eggs or sperm if they're married they have to get their their partner has to sign off on it it he did not do it in legal channels He did yeah. it at Philippa's yeah. house. Oh, I, think, well, but if I, like, I like if, Wendy's reaction. If she had, if she, she said that she's got a sample that he said, oh, she threw it out, that would have had to have gone into proper storage. You couldn't mm. just keep it in her freezer. I think she kept it in her freezer. Yeah, well, then it would, wouldn't have worked. Like um, Sonia and all them. But also still, there still could be a chance that it's the American donor because Kara still, they still went through with the insemination mm. from yeah. that source. The other thing that, is strange is what I need to know more about Philippa. He just like, Philippa's, oh yeah. Philippa's dead. Yeah. But yeah. what's his oh, name? Yeah. Sarge goes, oh yeah, my good friend, Philippa. I need to know more information. I reckon Philippa was a cop. Oh, yeah, I like that. With Sarge, maybe partners. Because he said, she's my really good friend. Yeah. We were having a tough time. Well, tough time. Let's interpret that too. Disgusting. When, They've got like a two year Wendy three-year-old. Wendy is doing yeah. all the work, raising a three-year-old, whatever. Mm. Yeah. And, and, they're having like a tough time with fertility 
and st- they they were trying to have another baby mm. and yeah, disgusting man. So yeah. why is he just like off giving his sperm to mm. a yeah, lady at work? That's a weird <laughs> thing. Again, that's I feel like in a normal storyline that we have seen before, he would have gone, "We were having a tough time, so I cheated on you." Yeah. But it's like we were having a tough time, so I jizzed into Philippa's cup and well, I went think away. we've got the the moment where two deeply unethical people met each other. Yeah. And mm. that was where um, Handy Ma and the Sarge. But did you notice that everyone started throwing the blame on Philippa? Oh, Philippa was never any good. Mm. She was always up to no good. I'm like, justice for Philippa. She was doing a favour to her friend. Yeah. <laughs> she, and she didn't want to put this sperm to waste. I've got some jizz for you. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I'm not putting this. This is liquid gold. I'm not putting that down the sink. <laughs> but um, I, you know one thing I'm not like, I'm, I'm, I've got like feelings of on the future. I feel like. It's going to be found that, like, they'll do the the DNA test will come back, and that Rodwell will be the biological sperm donor, mm. and something weird's going to happen. Like JJ's going to want to move in there, or, or some like I I'm worried about what's going to happen. I reckon it'll go the other way. I reckon he'll he's he's connected to Sarge because in Sarge is like, oh, he's a good kid, you know. What if I'm his dad? And Wendy's like, shut up. I need to process my own feelings before I think about that kid's I mean, would feelings. Would you move in with Wendy? Huh? Would you move in with Wendy? Your, your two mums would have to be pretty bad before you're choosing <laughs> yeah. to move in with Wendy. Yeah. Um, so I think that it's going to come out, they've bonded, but now it's going to come out that it's not him. It's whiz-bang Daddy yeah. Yankee. Mm-hmm. He's the da- the donor. And then, but now there's a... What if the American donor is Andrew? <laughs> He's like, oh, I was just, uh, went on a tour, Contiki tour <laughs> and I went in, went in Dallas. I needed 50 bucks. Uh, there's also 400 other siblings of yours over there. Um, so I think that that because now there's this chasm that's formed with the inf- with the news, that it's all going to be for nothing. It's all going to be that oh no, JJ's donor was the American guy, mm. and now we're all just stuffed. <laughs> we have to put our relationships back together. Um, we don't know. We don't know what um what the 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 kids where their you know eyes lie but um it cuts out sadie and um jj ever having a relationship if that happens so that's that's i mean hopefully it does cut them out i mean if you know if it if it's proven that they're not related it opens it back up again although he's at school i'm very confused on how i'm just like i'm grouping them into like a pile of young people because also they say sadie's two or three when there's this conception yeah yeah when the conception happened yeah so and she's not long out of school. She's yeah. like nineteen or something. Yeah, I mean it happened the other way around on neighbours, hasn't it? So you know, with yeah. pipes and tiles. Oh yeah, so for sure. Why, why wouldn't it happen here? Anyway, I. It, but now, of course, we've got those classic moments where they're putting the bins out and you know eye contact, g- giving each other greasies across the cul-de-sac. And um, and Susan catches up with Doctor Ma, and and has her ear. I liked it. She's like, you know what? When I discovered my partner was lying to me. And it's like, Suze, again, it's not the same, but okay. Have I ever told you about Holly's conception? Because <laughs> you think you've got drama. My husband was sexually assaulted by his ex-partner who then conceived Ho-Ho. And yeah. she came back and tried to steal more of his jizz. Mm. Mm. You, and you should you should go and speak to Tony about... Oh. Yeah. Oh. Actually, you know how in the Facebook, uh, in, our, in the Neighbours Council... Do you have any... Council info. The lovely Craig, who's doing a Herculean effort in, in helping us choose our favourite neighbours character. He's doing like mm-hmm. a March Madness or whatever it's a, called. A bracket. Yeah. yeah. He described Ho Ho as being a product of rape, <gasps> and I was like, "Wow, she's like Olivia Benson." Wow. Yes. Well, she sh- maybe she should turn to the force 
and bust crimes. Maybe. Instead of whatever the hell she was floating towards now. Do we know what she wants no, to do? No, we don't. She's been mm. cast aside by Eden and now she's just flitting around from day to day. Oh, she's got the horn for Haz. Oh, yes, let's God. get to that. Yeah, so the Varga Murphys are <clears throat> rent asunder by this. Oh, yeah, so yeah, they've all gone the scrapey scrapey. Yeah. Oh, we don't need to see a slow-mo montage of people getting swabbed. I'm sorry. Scrape, scrape, scrape <laughs> well, At least game. Dr. Mars there to do it yeah. medically. I do enjoy Sadie's reaction too. She's like, oh, God, well, this is a bit intense. Um, I'm going to my friend's house. Yeah. Call, and then, then she's got the same me. look of disgust on her face as well. and Which is actually apt because she takes it over to the Hazmac household. Mm-hmm. We've had the Hazmat team in, now we've got the Hazmac team. Mm-hmm. And the fallout is old mate Eden, who took off with their purses, is on the run still. And then lovely Sadie realises that, um, her mum had bought a whole bunch of trackers and she had one in her wallet. So they looked it up and went and got went to find my wallet and found him. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> it is brilliant. I've got I've got I've got some in my bags. I'm 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 just okay. like her. Have, have you have you Mackenzie'd it up and stuck it in the lining? Um, no, like in the little zippy bat po- pocket. Um, but this week I accidentally left my handbag in my husband's car when we went out in the evening. Mm. And then the next morning I woke up and couldn't find my handbag. And I looked on, I looked on that app yeah. and I'm like, my husband's huh. taken my bag to Collingwood <laughs> and I don't have it. <laughs> but he would have looked very styling. Well, yeah. I mean, he had a nice little pink bag. <laughs> I mean, I hope he, hope he yeah, stuck it in one. the bouche. <laughs> so Has and Holly take off after... Eden to track him down. I don't know where they were. Somewhere semi-rural. Probably, yeah, I was going to say it looked like the next street, maybe. Yeah. It was um, twenty minutes away, less than twenty minutes. Oh, said. so somewhere, somewhere near the winery then. Yeah, but no, no, it felt like it felt like West Waratah. Like yeah. it was not. Mm. It was like I feel like Sonia's little um, caravan was not yeah, far from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. And they find him and he's carrying the box of stolen items just at that very moment. What a weirdo. <laughs> what a goddamn weirdo. Mate, you're the shittest thief ever. What you're meant to do is like just go out of sight somewhere, rifle through, find the valuables, dump everything there and just abscond with the cash and valuables. Yes, because what you what you should what they would have done in any other scenario is followed the tracking app to like a hole in the ground and there's no one around. Yeah. Uh, that well. They should have been yeah, at the bottom of that well. Eden has a scuffle with Holly, throws her in a shed, and then Which was hilarious in retrospect. And she's just like, "Oh well, guess I'm here now." <laughs> she didn't go. This is really flimsy, and I reckon I could probably kick <laughs> kick this wall in. Hey, she's she's putting up curtains. She's measuring where she's going to put the bed. I so I was under the impression from what Holly had said about him pre this. He was just a shitbag. That's what I yeah. thought. He's a violent, terrible person. And a criminal. And I just thought he yeah. had a wandering eye. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, can we go back to the shed business? You've got a shed in your backyard. Mm. Do you think the pop rivets holding that shed together would be easy enough to kick out? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, you'd I, have fact, to just aim for the middle of a sheet and I then go for the side, peel uh, it back, done. I got mine bolted down to the concrete, Yeah. my shed. And if I hadn't, it would blow over. Like my mum's doesn't have hers and it blows yeah. over constantly. Oh yeah. <laughs> Your mum does not need that. She's got backyard, front yard issues already. Oh, she's got all of the yard issues. What – I think also Holly was trying to keep herself out of harm's way because she could hear the Eden squeals of – I don't know. She, the, then Has comes and um, he starts bashing bashing up Eden. And we have, we have this like tough guy mon- montage 
and and in fact, my son was watching with me, and I I was like, this is it's like, full on. Man. This is too rough. This is an example of what you don't do. Yeah, don't do what Donnie don't does. Yeah. And be like, be like ho-ho, get in the shed. Hide in the shed. <laughs> Someone will come and find you. Put yourself in a dumpster, eat the chips. Yep. So Haz and Holly, they call the cops, they go home. But Holly has become a little cartoon character and watches. Yeah, with the love hearts in her yes. eyes. She watches Haz beat up the bad guy in front of for her. Oh, she beat thinks. up her ex-boyfriend. Yeah. It's got to be satisfying. She, yeah, she becomes like Smurfette falling in love with you know, mm-hmm. one of the Smurfs. Hefty Smurf or something. <laughs> and, and instant crush, even though Has did it because he wanted to get Mackenzie's handbag with the wedding rings in it. Mm. Yeah. And he has this comment, he reaches into the lining, or she reaches into the lining and she goes, they're in here. And he goes, no, oh, you clever cookie or something. I'm like, oh. I really don't like him now. I really, he really, I get the ick from Has. Is, is this ever since the dog? Oh, well, it started with the dog, but now he's just... I, I can't work out. Actually, I was trying to work out them whether he's the saddest bitch or the citizen, and I think he's going to take out both this week. Well, we haven't done citizen and citizen because I was waiting for a new exciting category to emerge, but it hasn't yet because there's been no events really. Yeah, but like he's been shitty because what happens when, when he gets back to the house and oh, actually I, I think Ho-Ho has got to be saddest bitch, to be honest, after the performance in the pool. Although... She was quite confident with her performance in the pool. She had no – she was not apologetic. So she was, she was like, trying to climb on him and – But it was working. Like, she got on him. <laughs> she did what she set out to do. The bit I couldn't cope with was when she wanted to share a towel. Oh, yeah. No, that's how you get, like, what, what is it, scabies? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Something – one of the bees. But also it was weird because they held on that shot for so long. She mm. goes, I'm going to share his towel. And Ooh, then she that's just – not a thing, Holly. She just dabs at herself with a corner of his towel. Yeah. I, I think we need to ask our UK listeners, is this a thing? No, we can it, tell you right now it's not a thing. But is it a thing in the UK? Because I assume – I mean, even though she's got a very Australian accent now, like she grew up there. Maybe it's a thing. Can I go to the beach and the pool know. there? Can I, you, can you I imagine? would not be sh- – imagine sharing a towel, even with like – a hot new boyfriend or something, I'd be like, no, it's damp and it's not going to work. But did you notice Sadie giving the side eye the oh. entire episode? She's yeah. like, what are you doing? She needs to be like that that um, amazing extra on Grease who just walks past the camera like with her finger in her throat going, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't imagine ever feeling like using a towel was sexual. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> like it's a weird thing to do. Let me rub this cold, damp towel on me. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I'd like, I'd like some of the wet sop from yours. Also, mm. I feel like when she climbed onto his back, so this is also she's come in that day dressed to the nines. Mm. She's off the shoulder, puffy sleeves, hair and makeup did, done. Did you note that Susan said to her, oh, is that why you're looking so nice? And when I looked at her, I thought, that's looking nice. Well, I also appreciate when Holly said, I look nice every day. I think she backs herself. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She has her mother's confidence. Mm, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got the confidence That's of Izzy. That's the second ho in the ho-ho. Yes. <laughs> she's learnt from the best. She's So she's going after what she wants. And maybe that is why Susan's kind of pulling her back a bit like, are you sure you want to be going over there? Um, because in the meantime, his lovely girlfriend, Billy, who we've all fallen in love Saint with. Saint Billy. I love her. Wonderful. Joyous. Now, she gets up in the middle of the night. Oh, okay, yeah. And the dog is annoying again. And she puts the dog out. I gotta say, from a dog owner's point of view, 
Somebody needed to put that dog outside. Yeah. That dog was in the laundry as well. It wasn't even outside outside. No, she put the dog outside. No, she put it outside yeah, but and in... then she closed the laundry door yeah. so you couldn't hear it anymore. That dog is so fucking annoying. But dogs dogs yeah. should sleep outside. That, yeah. Yeah, she was doing the right thing. He the, needed to go to... He needs to be lower in the bloody pack yeah. and not sleep. That is yeah. a massive dog to be sleeping on a bed with two people in it. Yeah. And... I actually thought that was quite kind of her. He was scratching at the door. Yeah. She, he wanted to relieve himself. She let him out. Yeah, Haz doesn't do that. He just lets his dog destroy shit inside. He like, probably they would have woken up to a giant piss puddle in the yeah. lounge room. And it would have been – it was the middle of the night, so he was out for a few hours. Billy, yeah. you're too good for too him. Good. I was thinking too good for Erinsborough. Oh. Yeah. We're not used to people of her calibre. No, maybe – you know how like on, on um, like Grey's Anatomy – and uh, Chicago Med, there's always like a second show that's a fire show. <laughs> yes. And they have oh, a crossover the, the Billy's episode. on. The, the yeah. other Billy's on. Yeah, yeah, Billy's on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this Billy is going to go and be on like Erinsborough Fire. Well, the one that's on. The one that – the other one that Levi's on. Heat. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I've forgotten. Is that a fire show? Yeah. Oh, it's about okay. a bushfire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Oh, it's okay. a very good yeah. Yeah. Billy. Seasonal. R.I.P. Billy, you were too good for this show. Too good. Too good for Haz, too good for the show, too and good for the street. Little, those little moles who are in love with that disgusting man just sitting on the couch going, oh, we're going to listen to the, your breakup. And oh, how could she say such mean things about that mangy dog? And she was really kind to them. And She was. And like cared about whole, uh, Mackenzie meeting a new guy. and yeah. But also know. she was having it up to here with the yeah. old, um, oh, no, I've got to be here for Mackenzie. Yeah, yeah no, no, she was like, no. So Mackenzie's got two other fun. friends yeah. here. And, yeah, she was jack of that. She's like, oh, were well, you going to call me and tell me you finished mm. beating up that guy and you were coming yeah, home? Yeah, no, no, <laughs> Billy, you have – Billy, lose his number. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So suddenly, suddenly single is has and Sadie's like you got to make your move and Mackenzie's like no I'm not ready I'm still dealing with my wedding rings nearly being lost he is such a booby prize that guy <laughs> I know <laughs> compared to Hendrix mm. I, just, I still can't get over that disgusting tower of pizza boxes it's still there it's so revolting. that's when, why I still think it's an art inter- installation Reese walk past it I'm like oh what the what is wrong with you Creeps, all oh of you. This is, but this is two oh, weeks of it now. Is surely it's art? It's not real pizza boxes. I only lived in a, a, a couple of years of share housing, but it really it checks for me this kind of thing. Well, I lived in share houses mainly with other girls, and mm. you just you look after your own patch, like you you know yeah you take out your own rubbish. I lived least. with mainly boys. <laughs> That, see, that, that stack is beyond one recycling bin. That's probably yeah. about four recycling bins worth yeah. of cardboard in there once you break it all down. And they don't seem like the kind of people who would break it down. And no. ours, is, ours only comes once a fortnight now. Oh, yeah. Bastards. Yeah. They need to take that down to the um, – They need to go to Visey in Campbellfield. Well, that or they need to take – Byron needs to take it to work. I put it in the Vizzy. recycling out the back. <laughs> I thought it was Vizzy too. But anyway <laughs> – Tomato, tomato, Steve Vizard. And, <laughs> and so, what's her name? Hazmat. Holy ho-ho is in the pool and she, her manoeuvre is, I bet you can't run one leg of the pool without me, with me on your shoulders. So I thought she was saying standing on your, sh- your shoulders and I was like, Actually, that would be impressive. <laughs> like, a, like um, how are you going to balance? Like, like you're water skiing on each yeah, shoulders? like a like a Moomba <laughs> Festival pyramid. Exactly. <laughs> I I thought that's that's actually not sexual and would be quite a decent yeah. feat. And she's she's built like a gymnast anyway. I think it it could work. 
And instead, like, she's rubbing her crotch on the back of his head. But also, I mean, <laughs> wouldn't that be a telltale sign that he's not into you if he's like, okay, and just does it, but there's no, yeah. there's no connection at all? He just goes, all right. I don't, I don't get I don't on, little sister. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he Piggybacks is. aren't really as sexual as the movies make you think. No. And, and like a lot of things aren't. But I don't think he's into her. Oh, because he's very clearly not into her. <laughs> yeah. He's not. Oh, but the, look, it's going to build drama when he makes oh, his look, move on Mac and Ho-Ho's rejected. I much prefer a love triangle to an errant pickpocket that's just drifted in. And to be honest, the normal love triangle is the dork nerd. Versus the mm. hot trendy girl, mm. and I feel they're kind of subverting that a bit here because Mackenzie's moved past the dork nerd. But also, this is um, well, she's not as self righteous as the normal. This is the mm. triad though of two best two besties or well, two buddies and an and a, and the same guy. Oh, Mackenzie, find some new friends. Yeah, she, look, they haven't been your friends that long because yeah. Sadie says to Mackenzie, "You have to make your move now because Holly's interested in him, or you have to tell Holly that you so like him." I buy Sadie and Ho Ho as friends. I don't buy Mac as being part of their group. I well, Sadie doesn't. I don't think Sadie likes Ho Ho because she was yeah giving her the side eye the whole time. And going, oh, you're desperado. Oh, but, yeah, but Sadie still feels guilty about murdering um, yes. Mac's husband. Yes. She's like, do not get in the way of true love. Exactly. I need to, I need this I off got, my conscience. I got in the way of it last time. Yeah. I'll get in the way of you. <laughs> and I did also buy that Sadie was escaping the awkwardness at her family's house by just being at this other awkward mm-hmm. share house for the day. Going, mm-hmm. all right, I'm here. Yeah, I, I agree. I was thinking, I remember when Hendrix died, there was talk on like, Billionaire Tim like buying Mac a house or something. She Do you think he she did? turned it down? She said no. Absolute idiot. Oh, she should he call was up her, now. Her daughter-in-law. Yeah, his daughter-in-law. Yeah, just she should ha- give just, him a buzz. Ha- it's just an investment property, Mac. Just take it. Yeah, well, she, she should, should own off. that house they live in. Yeah, yeah. I because I suddenly thought, does she own that and are they paying her? Like, I mean, of all the houses, it probably is the better house to live in there. Yeah, well, it's got a pool. Mm. Yeah. So we'll get back to them. The the dugout. It's a separate living quarter. It's it's probably commercial zone. Turn the the dugout into bloody, um, I've forgotten the dog's name, Trevor's house. Oh, yeah. To be the the dog out. I don't think Has wants him outside. No, he doesn't. He breaks up with people. The dog out. The dog out's very cute. (laughs) Uh, Look, can we just cancel Has and Trevor this week because they're gross? Oh, Actually, the bit which sent me over the rage edge was when he went on his walk to the beach to get rid of the sads and then he brought Trevor back into their lounge room and he's like, oh, geez, giving him a big ruffle going, oh, you're still pretty sandy. And I'm just like, fucking sand. <laughs> I don't, we've never had a sandpit at home because it's awful inside. No, we've never had a sandpit at home because we don't need to because my son brings it home yes. from daycare in his shoes. That's why. Young baby Harold brought home he, – he tipped it on the floor today mm. and I'm just like, that is it. Yeah. And, yeah. No, and every day he's like, oh, I'm going to take my shoes off, being helpful. Oh, that's but right. That disgusting big furry dog would just be getting sand everywhere. And they're, they're really not making it easy uh, for us to bond with him because then he's, he smells and he comes in. There's like literally two minutes of them just holding their noses. Mm. At the end of the day, you can never blame the dog. You can only ever blame the owner. Oh, yeah, look, yeah, he's yeah. terrible. He's a terrible owner and he can't yeah. – he's not adequately caring for this dog. No. But also, like I've said before, it really puts me off rescue dogs. But yeah. No, but it just confused me. behavioural issues. Because he already had 
the dog for a few months and then the separation anxiety kicked in. So what the hell happened in the months that he Trevor was already living in that house? I don't know. Maybe he wasn't working. Oh, he meant Trevor for a minute. He wasn't an actor. <laughs> he wasn't. Um, right, look, has, but has, has strikes me as the type sitting around home smoking bongs. But he, he, no, he moved into that house when he started working at the cafe. So that doesn't check out because he maybe he, he lived with his parents before then, and they he and yeah. and Trevor had has his mum to hang out with. Maybe he has moved out of his family home and yeah, where he was with his wife and kids. <laughs> the family dog. Mm. I look. I don't mind. Mine has. I like him. I just what put me off him is you don't mind him. He's gross. We're allowed to have look different strokes. We're allowed mm. to have different opinions. Mm. I no. I think. I think he can have a redemption arc. I think it really hurt his character to be like, oh well, I'm not going to persevere with M- Mackenzie, who's you know still healing from the death of her husband. I'm just going to hop onto Tinder and go where the wind takes me. There. I'm like, you could have probably just held out for Mackenzie for a few more months, mate. Yeah. Just tried a bit harder. Mm. I do think that if we have this useless situation where he's has is you know dating a few people and Mac is purposely standing back going like I'm not ready, I do think our payoff of them getting together one day might be quite good. But I just also want her in the meantime to have a fulfilling love life, whether it be with someone else or just her dating or her going or actually I'm fulfilled on my own and I don't know. I just don't. Why want is her... it, she's a lawyer? Why isn't she busier? Why isn't she working like she's 12 got, hours a day? She's got two jobs. She works for Toadie and she works for the council. But she should be working like 12-hour days. Yeah, she should be. But also I don't think – I don't imagine it's hard to come up as a partner at Rebecca Law. <laughs> Probably only involves like four hours a week. And having a bit of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, no, I've got, to, I've got to stay home otherwise it'll make me work at the op shop. Yeah. Like Leo. Um, let's go over to the Rebecca's because there was an interesting development this week. It starts with Nellie Fish getting help with to rage for an assignment. Yes. So, oh my God. Um, Nellie Fish hangs back. She doesn't want to go to school. And Toadie just leaves. He doesn't even notice his daughter's not going and to school. Thanks, Toadie. Peace, poor. Yeah. Hugo's just, you know, moved in with some other family. We haven't seen him this <laughs> week. No. Anyway. Um, Therese says, what, what's, what's going on, Nellie? Why are you – and I swear there was a moment – in Teresa's face when she's like, oh, my God, we just sorted you out last week and took you to the psychologist. What's wrong now? And then she says, oh, I haven't done my economics. I've got to do a sweat report. <laughs> and then – I don't, don't get why it's funny. Because it's a SWAT. Yeah, but I don't get what that is. No, but she – it's uh, – It's strengths, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and, and – Threats. Threats. Oh, that's cute that you both knew that. Because <laughs> well, I, I think we had to do them at uni, yeah. I think. Yeah. I, I was just too busy being perplexed. Or maybe at economics at school. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but why does a 14-year-old study economics? I didn't think they offered that till year 10 or 11. Yeah, I mean, it depends on the school you go to. Mm. Like someone we know teaches economics and um, accounting and whatnot, commerce ad- subjects at high school. So, um, oh, But for year eights or nines? or Yeah, it depends on the school. I think they call it like business topics. Yeah. And I guess it, mm. to be fair, it could have been an economics assignment within a broader subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah business yeah. or just, I don't mm. know, general studies. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, But it was a business plan and to raise – her Mama Therese skills, they just come out of the woodwork in this moment. This is She's like, this is what I was made for. And she's like, oh, but do you have time? And I think Therese just like, no, this is going to be fun. I love yeah. it. I can do this. And she's like, before recess, we'll get this done. This is easy. Yeah. I mean, it, like it, it, it is for her. I mean, the amount of SWAT reports she would have had to do with Paul's business. <laughs> so what is it? Strengths, weaknesses. Opportunities. Threats. 
Oh, I like this. No, they're not. Is this something I can manifest? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they, are, they are boring to okay. do. <laughs> but it's like, you know, you look at your you look at a business model and go, what's the strength of it? What's the weakness? What's the opportunity? What's the threat? And you could just have one sentence for each, really. Mm-hmm. It depends on how complex it is. So Therese could have done it in that time. So that's it's a shame. Should we do one for Lasseter's? No, we should strengths. do one. Yeah. Um, okay. They've what are the strengths actually? The it's strength is that there's a local uh, population yeah. around. Uh, it. There's a pub, um, international brand as well. Yeah, well-respected yeah. international okay. brand. Weaknesses um, that it's burnt down and blown it's, up a few times. It's physically the, weak. Yeah. Foundations are weak. The, the staff are terrible yeah, as well. True. Unskilled. Yes, and um, management also mm. lacks. Um, and opportunities. They opportunities. Could, they could get some more conferences in. They yeah. could take over the winery mm. and really solidify Lasseter's estate. That um, is. Yeah. And the opportunity of the partnership of the winery now, also. Now, threats. Um, imminent collapse of the building. Yep. Yep. Paul. Yep. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Tick. There we I go. Um, I kind of wish Nellie had done that for like her family plan at the moment of her like espionage. All right. Strengths. Me, just being good at life. <laughs> Threats to rage, you know. Um, so she goes off to school and overhears a visitor who's come to chat to Jane, who is Kate. Sharon Davies. Shaz. She, we had a little cameo from her in the finale. Yeah. She videoed in a, a wedding message to Tony and Mel. Mm-hmm. And now she's here because Mel's gone AWOL. And yeah, and so she's doing like a wellness check. Mm. And so we find out that Mel's been in Violet Town. Where's that? It's like it's on, on the Hume, on the way to Shepparton. Oh, is Violet Town where Killing Heidi were from? It is. Yeah. No way. Yeah. That's what they're also known for. Yeah, it is on the way to Shepparton where Killing mm. Heidi are from. <laughs> um, but Shaz can't get a hold of Melanie and goes over to Melanie's house and it's empty. Yeah, the furniture's gone, and she's changed her phone number. This is creepy, man. This is creepy. I would never change my mobile number. I love no. it. Same. I would – I um, I've had it for like over 20 years. Same, since yeah, I got yeah. my phone, yeah. I changed it because, you know. You, you love a rebrand. Because I've had a stalker, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you've had, the, you've had the, the, the Lindo brothers after you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've had that. The, Lindor, the Lindor brothers. <laughs> <laughs> they've the got a – They seem tough, but they've got a soft centre. <laughs> Yeah, I would never change it. But Melanie, but also Melanie could probably be like, you know, like write on a piece of paper and throw it into the wind and I'll, yeah. I'll get it. You know, she's that kind of lass. I did. And Sharon says that. she She's always been impulsive. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like it does seem, I don't know, it seems quite strong. You would think Melanie, I don't know, would you go back to the high school to check on her? Yeah, the high school was a strange place to go. Yeah, I mean, she knows where she knows the rough. She knows the street Jane lives in. She mm. says, and she tells Nell later. I used to live there. I used to live with Jane and her grandma, who was called Nell, and you're called Nell too. Isn't yeah. that funny? I'm gonna slay. I was about to slay her off, but then I thought I better not. Um, okay, she says she doesn't want to go tell Toadie. She didn't want to get involved there. Mm, fair. So she goes to Jane, and then Nell overhears, and then Nell interrogates Jane. Like, mm. what do you know about Mel? And also, she didn't know anything else. Like, Nell already heard all the information. Mm. But then later, she tells Toadie about the conversation. And then he goes and has a go at Jane. Like, what are you doing talking to my daughter about Mel? She's like, I literally parroted back what she overheard. I did not introduce any new information. Mm. 
back off. I mean, I think he should be just making a complaint to the education department that they're letting randos on site for no good reason. I mean, she may have checked in at front desk. She may have a visitor's... I didn't see a visitor's sticker on her. I think that's at least worthy of bringing up at the school council meeting. Yeah. That she's having personal visitors at school who are then disclosing confidential details about a student's um, ex-stepmother. Also, this is the lady who had personal visits from Paul Robinson and behind the desks at that school. Mm. But also, she didn't disclose it. Nell literally overheard. Yeah, well, why wasn't the door closed? I can't think of any school where hmm. the principal's office is off a main hallway. But also, well, Mr. Belding's on Saved by the Bell. But also, why wasn't, why were they having that conversation in the hallway? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have it behind, just wait until she's finished work yeah, and I'll, go to Harold's. Yeah. Maybe wait for the, well, maybe wait for the next class. Yeah, yeah. next bell. Mm. Give me two minutes and we can have a, a quiet conversation. Um, but also, I got the feeling Jane was like, I don't have time for this. They're closing the school down around me. The wrecking ball is coming. Like, I can't deal with this missing person. But what was she sitting and doing when Sharon came? Did I, anyone take her? I don't remember. She's reading her own posts on the Save Erinsborough School. <laughs> not her own posts. Like, uh, she's reading other people's. So, it's like, and I'm not going to say I haven't sat down and read all of the Neighbours reviews because I have. <laughs> but... She was basically reading her reviews on her Facebook page. That's great. I appreciate it. She wasn't saving the school. She was looking in a mirror. Nell then takes, just gets Shaz's number, like grabs Jane's phone, gets Shaz's number out of it and then organises it to have a coffee with Shaz and tells Tori. I love it. That that girl has got a can-do attitude. She's got chutzpah. And also, Tori should have said to her, your mum was the mayor for a little while. You can do public speaking. It's in your blood. You know, that was a nice – that could have been an opportunity to bring it all back to her heritage. Mm. But no. So, yeah, she tells Tony, look, I've got to go have a study date. See you later. And just off she goes to the tram and meets up with Shaz and says, what do you know? Where's Mel? And on the day they were filming it, obviously started raining, so they had to move inside the tram. (laughs) (laughs) Although I did did kind of buy it like, oh, we're going to have a – on the down low conversation, mm. we better do it inside Strang- the tram. Strangers on a tram. <laughs> and Shaz says, look, I really want to help you out, but I've got no idea. All I can tell you is that she really loves you kids and mm. she's showing me all the f- social media posts about you. And We knew our Mel wasn't, wasn't a wrong one. And the look on Nell's face, like, oh, she cared about us. Yeah. yeah. Look, but M- Mel's not writing a SWOT analysis for you, love. <laughs> no. She's not. She's looking at your Instagram, though. And there was a great, obviously a great um, little nod to the Saurus where she's like, oh, Hugo's twice the size of when I last saw a photo of him and blah, blah, blah. Mm. So it's very mysterious now. This is bringing it right back to my gang's theory. If she's on the run mm. for fearing for her safety, Melanie, that's, could that be why from she the, from left? From the balls. Yeah, from the, the there it all comes back to them. I I still I I think one of the weeks when we went together, Kate, I said mm-hmm. that um, someone I think posted on the council or um, I saw it somewhere else online that somebody thought Mel had got some awful disease. Yeah, and yeah, has, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I worry about that. I mean, a she's lot. probably in rehab hospital right now. Yeah, that's why she's incommunicado. But also, Tony, pull your finger out. Like, it's your fault that your daughter's struggling with this. And he's like, oh, do you want me to book in another counselling session? Firstly, those counselling sessions should be 
set for mm. the next 10 years. <laughs> in fact, you're a psychologist. Um, I've done some advertising for psychologists and you can't advertise spots unless you have follow-up appointments every two weeks after to actually accommodate those people coming on. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, on the, the, way, on the way out of um, Mackenzie's mum's offices, mm. there would have been, you know, at reception she would have been like, let's rebook you. Yeah, and I bet, like when I get my Botox, <laughs> Toadie said, no, no, don't rebook me, I'll ring back. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I do with my hair yeah. as well. Should we book you in for six weeks? I'm like, oh, no, I've, my, got, I've got brown hairspray. My You'll hair be- <laughs> is booked in like a psychiatrist should be every eight weeks. <laughs> Um, no, I am thrifty with my hair. <laughs> yeah, we've got to be thrifty, yeah. but Tony, not not now. Not with your daughter's mental health. No. Not with your own mental health. Book yourself in. Yeah. What are you doing marrying someone two years? What's going on, Tony? Yeah. Hot mess. Yeah. Tony Tony's had Express. significant trauma, hasn't he? Oh, okay. Oh, he's he's got some yeah, he's got some abandonment issues, I'd say. Probably. Oh. Colac's yeah. not that far away. <laughs> Oh, you know what? You know, obviously a big local story in Victoria at the moment is obviously the mushroom case. Oh, yeah. yeah no more no more to be – yeah, everyone knows what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, just Google it if you don't. But I feel like Leongatha, where it happened, it's kind of similar. So it's like maybe like the Colac of the East. Good point. I actually saw on one of the – on Twitter I saw a comment that said, Nell's very well spoken for a Rebecca. <laughs> she does have a very posh – more posh voice than we're used to from yeah. the fish family. Yeah. And you would th- I would immediately say Sonia, but also obviously like Sonia had her own rough paths, but she was very well spoken. Mm, yeah, yeah. I think it is – it's the Sonia in her coming Sonia. So we'll leave them. Does anybody want to weigh in on whatever the heck has happened with developments in the Reese and <laughs> – Nah, don't nah. care. Do don't not. care. Snooze button. Snooze button yeah. Sundays. Oh, she bought a shitty old car and found an affirmation slip under the visor. Oh. Did that kid never once pull his visor down? My grandfather had that car. Mm. I thought you were going to say the old car. Laser. Yeah. I thought you were going to say my grandfather had that did you car. Did Yeah, I did. Card. Yeah. Terrible drive. <laughs> um, mm. Also, he died 11 years ago and yeah, yeah. the car was... Clapped out then. Yeah. And I'm like, are you serious? What? I'm How is this car still around? it was probably like a late 80s laser as well. Like yeah. a, my sister had a mid-80s laser. Yeah. But that was slightly newer. But I can't oh, imagine they're still getting around. That's a good mechanic they've got down at yeah. wherever the mecha- whatever the mechanics is imagine called now. Imagine letting your teenager drive such an old, old car. And did you notice the colour of the car? Oh, was it it's very maroon. similar to yeah, something yeah. you're <laughs> I was wearing. Like, it was ugly. It was a very ugly car. <laughs> We finish with the car chat now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Excuse me, you're the one who wrote down the bloody affirmation. Yeah, you were tra- interested in the car. Yeah, I'm mate. trying to read it. That's I'm trying to read it now. Oh, it what says, was it? "I am safe and supported." Oh my god! Except gosh. when I'm alone and nobody knows where I am, and, and my, I'm probably like in Belangelo somewhere. And my favorite, my favorite conclusion that Reese drew from that affirmation is she's on drugs again. <laughs> she's got an affirmation <laughs> card. She's oh, like, well, she could be on drugs. The smacky caravan, mate. That's where the junkies hang out. Maybe Eden knows where she is. And my other favourite thing is, I think it was it was clipped up in a teaser into next week and oh, in the next episode, and it was yes into Thursday into Friday, and it was summing it up in the teaser moment. And it was like, I found an affirmation card. She could be on drugs or something worse. And I was like, what's worse than drugs? Oh, multi-level marketing. <laughs> <laughs>
Mate, you don't want to be that. Once that gets you in the grips, you've lost all your money, all your friends, all your family. There's nothing left. And then, but all you're surrounded by is just boxes and boxes of products. Have they done MLM on neighbours? They must. Wendy. Wendy, oh, 100%. Wendy's a prime candidate do for it. it. Please do she it. She be selling essential oils. Mm-hmm. Oh, she has to. We need this. All right. Well, that's it. Um, we don't. How are because we going to. We tell the the councillors at the start about what you and I did a week ago today because I never want to talk about that again Kate excuse me we we're talking about like the offshoot of this podcast which is Puzz Buzz Puzz Buzz but it's it's, Vera and I went to the state championships but it's barely it's it's before it's even begun it's just hit a big snag we finished that cursed puzzle we finished we finished (laughs) lots of people did not finish that cursed puzzle some we got bitten by an eleven-year-old. Uh, two, two eleven-year-olds yeah. and a Did lady you say bitten or beaten, beaten. But it might as well have been bitten at that point. Beaten by two okay. eleven-year-olds and a lady of limited mobility <laughs> in a in a wheelchair. She full use of her arms and hands, though. Yeah, no, but still, it's, there's a lot of leaning and That's like true. moving, shuffling around. It was horrible. We're, we're, going, we're doing better next time. We did the Victorian State Jigsaw Puzzle Competition and I stand by this feedback that I sent to the organisation when they sent around their survey. Oh, my God, you filled in the survey. Yeah, man. I, I didn't. I just, just like, nah. Kate just rage avoided the survey. But I wrote, this design of puzzle was not in the spirit of speed puzzling. <laughs> it was not. But... It was like a dreary brown nature cottage scene. That was blurred and the actual picture on the box was very small, dark and blurred. So I couldn't see and I kept um, theatrically taking off my glasses and putting them back on again as if something was wrong with my prescription because I couldn't see. So Vera and I were sharing a trestle table sitting diagonally opposite each other. Which was the saving grace that I got to be next to Kate. No, no, no it, was, it was all set up and very look great chairs. One hundred out of ten on the chairs. Kate was really thrilled with the chairs. Yeah, no, they were just really comfortable. I was like, this is going to be hurting my body after three hours. And sure, my shoulders were sore at the end, but the they rest of me was fine. Better chairs, CJ, than when um, Steph made that um, seminar for, that only Paul oh, went mm-hmm. to. Not, not the folder. That was no. A, it was actually my favourite moment in Neighbours ever. <laughs> Like for some people it's the cheese knife, for some people it's D coming back. For me, it is that seminar. <laughs> but imagine Vera and I. Like, firstly, we got to look at the puzzle, which is goes against normal puzzle comp rules. We got to look at the puzzle, and just went, "Oh shit!" Because there was a moment of kerfuffle because a few people got accidentally given the team's puzzle, which was by the same cursed artist. And that, and so they were sorting that out, and we were all just staring at this image. And Kate and I had this sinking feeling. Yeah, it was not good. Like we would never have ever practiced on a design like that. I would never. I never even picked up a design like that at the op shop. I'm like, absolutely no, not. No, and I think if I was doing it at home, I would have rage quit halfway through, or it would have taken me at least seven hours to do because I would not be committed to the the process. I don't think I would have even redonated that to the op shop. I'm like, I can't put someone else through this. Oh man, well now we have a bloody copy of it too. Yeah. Now I'm going to force, well now we've got, uh, we've, we're puzzle influencers now and some mm. of my school friends want to mm. join in, CJ's husband. Yeah. He's like, oh, are we doing something competitive with where there's money at stake? I'm like, it's $35, Hamish. It's a puzzle. <laughs> and he's like, I'm in. When do I start training? I'm making that mofo yeah, yeah, do yeah, this no, puzzle. Yeah, 100%. This is, this is the, the heartwarming moment where you guys become friends. <laughs> it's when good, good puzzle neighbours become good friends. <laughs> so, teams, next year we're doing it. Look, we could even go to nationals in a couple of weeks if we really want no, to. No, they've sold out. Oh, okay. I'm I just I really like that it's called like going to state and going to nationals. Oh, but that's what everyone's in on it now. They're like, oh shit, like at my work, 
uh, when I told people about it, and look, this is the first place, where, first workplace I've been to where if I told someone about this, they wouldn't just all kind of like cringe and laugh at me. Whereas at my work now, they're like, oh, so what's the strategy you use to puzzle quickly? Like that was their first thought. They're like, then what's the trick to it? Well, that's the problem. Our strategies did not work. They all went out the window what because we couldn't see the puzzle. Kate and I were swearing for three hours and at one point... And, oh, and Vaya was clapping every single competitor who finished. I was very Despite, happy for them. We had an audience behind us on the mezzanine who were clapping too. And in the end, I'm just like, stop clapping. <laughs> I did stop after about 10, top 10. I'm like, all right, I'm out. No, no, you clapped for ages, but I'm like, mate, you... you this is like you're getting distracted. Come on, man, get and that's, an eye on the prize, That's man. why I was five minutes behind Kate because of my benevolence to, as an audience member. But Look, I, I did clap the 11-year-old in front of me. Bless yeah, her. No, Kate oh. clapped for the children. And then she hauled my ass over the finish line because there was like 10 minutes to spare and I'm like, I'm not going to finish. And I'm like, I'm you will finish. finish. You will. And then she, <laughs> when Kate finished hers and then she was like coaching me with her voice, like, look at that piece with grey on it. I'm like, they've all got grey. And I'd be like, okay. Find the darkest pieces, put them in the darkest section. Because that's because you had the bits left that I'd finished last as well. So it's a monstrosity, anyway. But at one stage, Vea's going, "Oh, I can't even see a dangly red bit." And then, then I finally got to the bit I realised she was talking about, and I was like, "It's it's not dangling. It's actually upright. It's at the base of the tree." Oh, look, we <laughs> hauled our ass. Kate hauled my ass across that finish line, and I went. I finished in the in within time. Thank so God. The important thing at the end of the day was that we finished. We we got rankings. Do you remember our rankings? Yeah, and we actually went up because of the interstate contestants. I think I got 86th in the end. Yeah. So, yeah, I got 86 and you got 89. Yeah. Um, I got to hear that story. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? You're going to hear it from three people next year. <laughs> oh, dear. And we're leaving it in. Uh, and we did, and that we didn't have to t- assign any sort of character uh, And award. If, if you actually do feel inspired to puzzle, uh, just work on 500-piece puzzles. And look up Puzzle with Amelia on YouTube. She's got some good tips because she used to be an athlete. She's got sporting uh, training tips. I mean, I think I can only endorse um, Karen puzzles just purely for the like the weird entertainment value. Oh, yeah, it is. Look, it's, it's weird. There's some characters out there. We'll start a thread. In, I'm, in I'm, Neighbours I'm, Council. Buzz, buzz. Buzz, buzz. We'll, st- well, I've got to get that internet, that internet. Instagram fired up. I'll do it. It's my <laughs> summer project. Well, that's it. We've had a week. Neighbours has existed. Good on it. Happy for it. We all survived Actually, anthrax. look, let me – we survived anthrax. Let me just say this one thing, that during the week I went to send off our good friend Cal and I'm at this memorial and one of her very good friends who spoke sees me, a comedian, sees me beforehand – and I go, oh, hi. And I, you know, give him a hug and he goes, what's going on with low stakes neighbours at the moment? <laughs> He's heard all about it from his friend, Adam Richard, who hears all about it from me. And I'm like, are we talking about neighbours today? Is that what's happening? He wanted to talk about how it's like there's no stakes. Is it, yeah, yeah. it going to be the high school? Is it going to be the retirement home? Who cares? No one cares. I'm like, wow. wow. It was a moment of levity on a sad day and it was because of neighbours. Hmm. I also had a chat about Neighbours with Adam Richard. <laughs> I said, Adam's making na- watching Neighbours cool again. <laughs> and he, he had, look, he had a lot of comments about the whiz-bang jizz. Yeah. Let's say that. Well, um, thanks for chatting, girls. Always a pleasure. I will chat to you guys next week. I'm, um, we are Neighbours Council on Facebook. and I'm about to enter the life of leisure, so oh, hopefully yeah. we'll get back to Thursday night's recordings. So And Kate's on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I'm Remude on Twitter. CJ the Hot Mess Mum on Instagram and TikTok and Neighbours Pod on Instagram. 
Love you. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Trevor should be more like Bouncer. Referenced but never fucking given a plot line.